You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey, but we want to reach this out to a wider audience, and doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's Cast. I'm your host Pierce, joined by, alongside of my good pal Schmitty, live from Montreal at our Airbnb. Um, so it's been a it's been a crazy couple days here in Montreal. Um, whether it's been just the the trades that have happened in the NHL, the draft itself, and us just going around Montreal in the city. Rogers is down like nationwide right now, so like nothing like no services are working. So that that's fun, but uh, yeah. Um, my trip is early tomorrow morning. Uh, your trip is tomorrow morning as well, but later on in the day. So, yeah, we're going to pump up this podcast and maybe watch a movie. I don't know. We'll see how far this goes, and that'll pretty much wrap it up for Montreal. But um, I think you share the same sentiments with me when I say that Montreal has been a, a fucking blast. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, like this, this is my first time ever going on an airplane before so and going somewhere new. So it, it's nice going somewhere – different like not so different that like you're going across the seas to europe but like it's nice being in montreal like where things are different the culture's different but it's it's so cool like we went to um shout out to duns which is a great place they had great poutine which we couldn't finish because it was so good but but like it was so much it was incredibly filling like we need to we needed to go there on empty stomachs like i remember the day we landed we like pretty much didn't eat the whole day i feel like if we went there that day we would have been fine but no i think we went I think right after we interviewed Emily Kaplan, I think we ate before that, and we were just we couldn't finish the whole thing. But it was so good. Shout out to Dunn's. Like I was impressed by how like the waitress we had, she was able to transition between like English and French speaking so like seamlessly. It's just so so freaking awesome. Um, nothing but love and respect for Montreal, even though like um, like none of the like the cash like paying methods are working right now. But that's like a whole Rogers thing. So I I don't think that's. Um, that's not like the city of Montreal, but anyways, I want to hear hear your thoughts. Uh, it's been a great trip. I mean, we've gotten to see a couple sites. The city's great. The architecture in the city's beautiful. Um, definitely a very the transportation here is kind of crazy. There's a lot more traffic in Montreal than I thought there would be. Initially. Oh yeah, the drivers are here are crazy. Like they're like Chicago taxi driver level. Like, but a lot of bumper the roads are not like Chicago. They're very narrow. It's yeah. I'm glad I'm not driving. Oh yeah, me too. Um, 
we spent a lot of money on Ubers, but then uh, and I'm like, maybe I should have gone the car. But then as soon as I got into the Uber at the airport, I'm like, thank God I'm not driving because holy, like very bumper to bumper. Like I thought Edmonton was bad at Quebec or Montreal. I, Montreal in particular, I don't know about the rest of Quebec or this side of the country. I don't know. Again, I haven't really flown anywhere, but like it's definitely better, uh, like worse than Alberta. Like the streets are very narrow. But anyways, I don't, I don't want to complain about Montreal. It's been, it's just been such a blast. And yeah, hopefully wherever wherever the draft is going to be next year, I think Natalie Kaplan said there's like a 98% chance it's going to be the US. I hope we'll be there wherever that may be. So um, yeah, Montreal, great city. Um, no complaints about it. But I mean, I feel like if you complain about the traffic, you can do that in like literally any city. So, <laughs> um, so let's get this out of the way. The Chicago Blackhawks traded Alex Dabrinkit for a seventh overall pick, 39th overall pick, and a 2024 third round pick. I remember last year, the Seth Jones trade was made. We made the like the the arguments like unless you're getting him for cheap, don't trade him or trade for him, and they gave up all that shit for him. Uh, a year later, we've said if you're going to trade to bring Kit, make sure you get a King's ransom for him. They didn't. I don't want to go through this again trying to rationalize the trade. It was a bad trade. I'm not rationalizing. No, I refuse to. I re- like I'm just like Pierce. Like, we watched the boys' finale last night, and there's that scene where it's like, I know every neuron in your body is trying to tell you I told you so. I fucking told you so. Oh, I fucking told you, you got, so. You, you yeah. got way too knee-jerk. Like, I'm not going to knock Kyle Davidson for the day. There was more – there was enough good to even out at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, he gets a pass for me. The, but, like, holy yeah. shit, you dropped the ball on your biggest move so far. And – for a guy who said he was going to stick to his guns in the rebuild, said he was going to stick to his guns on his talent, wasn't going to knee-jerk a decision, this decision seemed pretty knee-jerky. He, yeah. he went from wanting multiple assets to the report being they wanted a first-round pick going into Friday or Thursday. Yeah. And he got what he wanted, I guess. But I just – holy shit, that is not enough for a 40-goal scorer that could be the captain of your team for the next eight years. I just – Holy shit. And, like, it sounds like Ottawa wasn't even, like, one of the main dudes in on him for the longest time. Like, they're not even talking extension with him. <sighs> this is not good. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I know why they did it. It's not, like, the amount of copium you have to take to fucking say, oh, they did this just to get Taves and Kane to leave. Dude, that's the worst fucking way to go about this. I will not let anyone tell me that otherwise. This team was sixth last in the league last year with Everyone, fucking everyone, they could have finished bottom three if they just didn't have a goal. And last year. Yeah, I don't see the idea of tearing it. Like I have preached on this show for months. You can't do go not scorched go earth. scorched earth. What did they do? They go scorched fucking earth because not only did they trade Alex to bring it, they traded Kirby Doc in a three-team trade for the thirteenth overall pick at the draft, which is a better. Like we talked about it before. Like if they're going to trade Doc, it's better be for a top fifteen pick. They got the top 15 pick with the 66 pick, I believe. Yeah. Cool. I like I got, no, I got no problems with that. It's the debris one. Dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make up for it. It just doesn't no. make up for it. And not even like getting Morazic and swapping that second to that first. It doesn't make up for it. You you put a very bad taint in the fan fan base with this. And like, God bless Kevin Korchansky, who got picked with that pick, but he literally needs to be a fucking Norris winner for that trade to even be salvageable. For the Blackhawks. I'm sorry. Like, they have – there's so much luck that has to go their way now. And it's just sickening 
that they're going to throw all the, you know, like they're going to throw everything in on Magic Beans right now when you could have at least had one known product going into this rebuild. Like even fucking Arizona kept Clayton Keller. Like I'm pissed, dude. I'm still pissed. Yeah, I don't no. give a fuck. I'm still pissed. And like it would have been a little more salvageable if you're a check level seven. He didn't. So like no. it's not. I'm sorry. It's not sal- It's not salvageable. And I feel bad for the draft picks, but it's just sorry. It's just the way it is. You traded a fucking fan favorite. Now you're going to taint the two biggest names in the franchise. Don't care if they're pieces of shit. They're still the two biggest names this franchise has ever seen. It's a bad way to go about business. And you know me. I am all about asset management. And, like, it's just bad, dude. It's just bad asset management. Like, I don't mind the draft picks, but holy shit, dude. You had to get more. You literally had to get more. I'm getting wild up being just thinking about it. Like, dude, you literally had to get fucking more for this trade. You did not. This is fucking unbelievable. That's why I literally just wanted to say it was a bad trade to move on because I didn't want you to like, like go on a ride. Because I just I did like we obviously handle shit differently. Like we, but but at the same time, both of us are. It's an awful trade. Like it's not a good trade. It's just not good whatsoever. And like there's I I can't even begin to like fathom people defending it. It's not defendable. I don't care. Um, Honestly, it all and we talked about it. It literally comes down to like fuck New Jersey. I've said this time and time again. Those idiots are gonna lose out on every fucking free agent this offseason, and it's gonna look so good on them. Yeah, looks go get, good on you. Looks good on you. Go get VTech or go take VTech uh, Vanacek. Gives a shit. Literally gives a shit. Go draft Simon Nemec second overall, passing on Shane Wright and Logan Cooley. Gives a shit. Literally gives a shit. This is all your fucking fault. And I hope the Sens keep the Devils out of the playoffs forever now because of that shit. Because that number two pick should have been ours at the end of the fucking day. And either Kyle Davidson stuck to his guns too hard or Tom Fitzgerald stuck to his guns too fucking hard. And either way, they both came out as losers in that situation. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. You know what? I think I can chalk this up to one simple thing. The Blackhawks just got freaking petered. Yeah, yeah. They do. <laughs> they do. Oh, I laughed in pain, but yeah, I, we, we really don't want to spend too much time on that. Like, what is there? What angles is there to say? Yeah, go for it. Um, what is there to go for the trade? Like, it's a bad trade. Like, I, again, last year. Against the kids, like I like the guys they picked with the picks. It's just like I feel like with the Seth Jones trade last year, we went through like the five stages of uh, grief. This year, like I'm just gonna be like, no, like I'm not gonna try to rationalize. It's a bad trade, but. Um, they, they, the, the Blackhawks made three first round picks. That's, that's crazy. If you told me going to the night that they would have had a first round pick, I would have called you crazy. The fact that they not only had two first round picks, but three first round picks. I think that's something to positive to, to, to start on, but, oh, the, the Brinkett trade. I just, again, knee jerk reaction. There's two sides to everything. Mm. three first round picks in a week draft. At the end yeah. Of the that's what it is. They may have gotten the guys they wanted, but man. Let's put it this way. this That trade would have been more salvageable if they got a prospect or two the other way or another first-round pick. There's a lot of ways that they could have been more salvageable. And they still tried to salvage it, but... Dude, if, you got, if we got Ridley Gray in that deal, would that matter? <laughs> would it have made it better? better? Yeah, like, or even fucking Tyler. The Ben Pope tweet where it's like, you could have got all these prospects, Bergstrom, <clears throat> blah, 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 and Tyler Boucher, and then Ben Pope was like, uh, okay, never mind, not Tyler Boucher. Because everyone just started yeah. roasting him. Oh, man. But he had like he got like two thousand likes on that tweet. He was still spitting facts. Like yeah. that's totally right. And, and for a team that had a left side that's so jammed, 
You couldn't get one of them. You couldn't get Brandstrom. You, like, again, we're just going to be running in circles with this. Like, Alex Debrinkit, this guy, I like, he was surprised he got traded. Like, he said this. Row on trees. The guy came out and said he wanted to stay for a fucking rebuild. You know how hard it is to get a player of that caliber to be okay with that shit? He has every fucking right to pull a Duchesne and say, I want the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I don't even want to get into the part of it where you're just burning bridges with players and free agents going forward. Because why the fuck is anyone going to want to trust you if you're just going to trade them if they don't have a no move? It's just the way the fuck it is. It's bad management at the end of the day. Like, I'm sorry. With Kyle Davidson, like, I I wasn't, like, overly optimistic. Like, I was cautiously optimistic. I'm, like, I'm always a believer in giving people the chance, but once, like, they – they wreck it for you. It's like my one good, once good opinion of you is now lost. Like you got to go work back, super. Bob. Yeah. You got to work super hard to build it back up. And the only way he's going to build it back up is with fucking magic beans. Mm. Good luck. Cause I'm sorry. The fucking money is going to show at least from a lot of fans. I know that much. Cause uh, it's contrary to what they believe. The casual fan really fucking hates this and they're not going to want to spend money on this team anymore. And for a team that likes to make money, really mind boggling what they're doing. Like, I don't know how, like, much as I can't stand the guy, don't know how much, how Rocky Woods hit. Oh, yeah. I don't have a fucking clue. Like, I, I don't even want to talk about this anymore. He's yeah. No, I, I, I totally, I don't know either. Like, again, it's ripping off the band-aid, but, I mean, at least we know the rebuilding. For better, for worse, this, worse, this is going to be a, a monumental day for the Blackhawks. I mean, now it hurts, but, I mean, the draft picks, like, I'm, I'm really rooting for them. I'm cheering them on, and we can – Go through each draft pick. Uh, the cool thing is we recorded each of our reactions. The first one, Kevin Korchinski, we weren't necessarily expecting. But after it kind of sat in for a little well, bit, and then you, cut, you go. Yeah. I was going to say, like, with the Korchinski pick, the big thing that we talked about afterwards is, like, looking at who they picked at 13, which was Nazar, which I love that pick personally. Um, It makes a lot of sense. And you saw that uh, Anaheim picked uh, Mitchinkov. yeah. So at 10, so that makes me think that uh, Korchinski probably would have went at 10 as well. Um, and also San Jose traded out at 11, so maybe they were looking at him too and he was not there. So he probably wasn't going to be there at 13 in their eyes, so they took him at 7. That's fine considering who you got at 13, but I just feel bad for the kid because the kid literally has to be fucking great or else no one's going to care. Like yeah. um, I feel so bad for him. Like geez. And literally – the player pick before him was David Yurchek, and the pick that they got him with was the Blackhawks pick from the second yep. street. Which, by the way, not to beat a dead horse, David Yurchek now, Cole Sillinger, Adam Bogfist. Yep. And Jake Bean. And Jake Bean, yeah. Yep. Anyways, like, again, we're we're going to move on from this. <laughs> we're yeah. going to try to try to be more optimistic. I want to, we well, we can get yeah. to the happy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. fuck, we were super excited when Nazar got picked. That's yeah. the reason I don't have a voice right now. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm going to play the reaction of the Korchinski pick. I think I have it to the right time, but I just want to, I, you need to hear the ending of this. Hang on. I'll just cover it. Make sure it's a full phone. There we go. With the seventh overall pick, the Chicago Blackhawks proud to select from the Seattle Thunderbirds. <laughs> oh my god, I laugh in pain. No, but again, kind of go back to the Korchinski pick. Like, 
I feel like like he's exactly what Kyle Davidson wanted going Mm -hmm. into the draft. And we we both said that he's a six two left handed defenseman who could skate like the wind and fucking score or at least contribute to scoring. Yeah, he had sixty one assists in like sixty seven games. And he had a great playoff for Seattle. Was their minutes leader? Led them to the to the Western Conference Final, or no, to the to the final against the Edmonton Oil Kings in the Western Hockey League, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we saw the Scott Powers tweet like they wanted Nemich or Yurchek. Uh, that didn't happen. I feel like if they got to number five in Philadelphia somehow, they definitely would have got him, especially with how the draft went. Yeah, but, but they got Carter Gauthier guys and Tony D'Angelo. They're they're happy, right? <laughs> Question: Do you would you rather Carter Gauthier at five or Kevin Korchinski at seven? I'd probably still take Korchinski yeah. just because we need to uh, – okay, I don't know. Because, like, we need forwards, but at the same time, like, we haven't had a good left Not, No left – yeah, no left-hand defenseman in our system that we've drafted, like Nolan Allen, Ethan Delmastro last year, like Tage Harding, even, like, 2020. Like, I love White Kaiser. I don't think he's, he's as good as Korchinski. He's not as good as Korchinski. 2019, Alex Vlasic. Like, again, I think all oh, the guys, Yeah, like, I, Isaac Phillips as well. Like, I think all these guys could be regular NHL defensemen. None of them are really close to having the upside of Kevin Korchinski. And we heard, and again, Kyle Davidson, also Luke Richardson. He says he wants big mobile defensemen who can move the puck. Kevin Korchinski fits that bill. Not all of that. Like, this guy is still coming into his own. Like, he's a late June birthday. Um, if you're if you're going to take the swing for defensemen, let it be Kevin Korchinski. Again, 6'2 defenseman, left-handed, can move the puck. He's only going to get better. Like Seattle's going to have a, a great team again next year. Like they made it to the to the final against a, a very stacked Oil Kings team. Um, we saw Reed Schaefer get drafted. Jordan Gustafson. Like they got a super good team. And, they, and we talked about this with Will Scouch. They have Brad Lambert's rights now, and I'm, it's a very good chance that he does go to Seattle and plays there. So there's a chance where Kevin Korchinski can take a big step next year. But really, the biggest problem with them is that he has brain farts from time to time. Like more. Like Jake Gardner, yeah. Will Scouts to Jake Gardner. I even think Seth Jones. Like you look at him, maybe not super sexy, but like when you see him move the puck, like you notice him. Like he's a big guy. Usually makes the right play, uh, like ninety nine t- times out of ten. But that one play, like he, when he fucks up, he fucks up. Yeah, I mean, like you said, swing for the skill of the defenseman, I guess. I and mean, then they like his toolbox, so you can expand on it. Don't rush him for the. Do not of rush him. At least gonna take at least two years. Before he even gets like a time in the one more NHL. year in Seattle, yeah. one more year in the A, and then maybe yeah, at least yeah. Like, uh, don't well, that's one thing guys. Davidson has shown. Like he's not going to rush this guy. He's uh, he didn't rush Reichel, even though he did get time. like at this point, yeah. Reichel shouldn't be in the NHL. No, he should not. The no. team's going to be fucking shitty. Yeah. He should not be up. Keep him away from that. Keep them in Brockford where yeah. they actually made the playoffs this year. Exactly. Um, I, I don't know what I was going to say next, but um, yeah, Luke Richardson's going to again like. Luke Richardson said in his interviews when he came in as coach that he wants these mobile defensemen. I'm just thinking of the fact of Kevin Korchinski. Like, I think he's going to love Kevin Korchinski. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they also have other guys that are big, like Alec Regula, who they acquired in the brand for Like, they have other first-round picks. Yeah. Six-four-handed mm-hmm. defensemen. Like, mm-hmm. They like their size on their back end, that's for sure. Like, they see how Tampa got built. I mean, they're built – all through size on their back end. Guys like Hedman, guys like Chernak, guys like I mean McDonough and Sergeyev are still pretty big dudes. Like that's how, you, that's how you build a good defense nowadays. I mean, they're not wrong. Like granted, like five years ago, yeah, you, people thought like, yeah, it was gonna be like five eleven puck movers. Which is what they did at the twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's not the case. Quinn Hughes is the only one that really can do that at his size. Yeah. It's just 
you need size on the back end nowadays. And if he can bring that with that skating ability, that's going to be a nice add. If too. he can be a two or a three, that's going to be a nice add. I don't, I'm not going to say he's going to be a one because I don't think he will no. be. Uh, the big thing with him, he compared himself to Shea Theodore. I think there's a lot of similarity in their games. Both Seattle Thunderbird cut. Well, Torchinski went way higher. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, it's Theodore when like the late 20s. But again, like Anaheim drafted them. They took their time with him. He went through their played in the CHL for a couple of years. Played on the World Juniors. There's a good chance he might play on the World Juniors, especially if his point totals go up. Mm-hmm. He spent a couple of years in their uh, Anaheim's AHL team. I think he only played like. A year or so with Anaheim, like you did. I never. I don't think he had played like a full eighty game season with Anaheim, but you, you've seen how good of a defenseman he's become in Vegas. So, mm-hmm. if you can become anything close to that, I think that's a, a great draft pick. But, I mean, wasn't the player that I wanted to pick? No, I think both you and I really wanted Matt Savoy. Yep. And at the time, we we're like, oh come on. But then you realize the context of the rest of the draft, like all the defensemen that were going because. Right, at, like Nemec and Yurchek, those are the top two defensemen. Whatever Fuck, order Nemec you want, second, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Then there's then there's like a tier below. If you were to take a swing, it was gonna be Kevin Korchinski. Definitely. Yeah, because like and then the defenseman went at twelve too. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because Menchukov went to Anaheim at ten, and then uh, Columbus got Matejchuk. Yeah, yeah, at twelve, and then I think Korchinski has the highest upside. I think I have of any of those three defensemen. I think I had him seventeen on my list, but I. Because they're because not really because I didn't like them, but because there's more players that I think that should have gone that, that are better and that I like yeah. more. But I like it from a swing from an offside side, and, I, and I'm sure not Kevin Korchinski. Like you saw his reaction. The scorcher, torture, yeah. scorcher, scorcher, torture, baby. By the way, um, before we get into the other draft picks, I think the Blackhawks had the best vibes draft. Like they their their draft class passed the vibes. Draft. They're all cocky as shit, and they got a chip on their shoulder. Love, love it. it, love it, fucking love it. We talked about this with Emily Kaplan. Like, we need more players with personalities, and I think we saw that this class. 100%. Um, on to the next pick, Frank Nazar. I could believe A plus, 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 plus. Again, we were sitting there like, oh, they're going to take Kamel at 13. Aren't which they? I would have been okay with. Yeah, but, but, like, we didn't even think they were going to. No, I didn't think they were going to go Nazar. But what do you think about it? It makes total sense. Like, it's he can play center. He plays. Again, they got the two guys they got in the top 15 – or what fit Kyle Davidson and Luke Richardson build. They got, again, the puck-moving defenseman that can move with Kevin Korchinski, and then you get a center who plays with pace and energy and has a lot of high-end skill with Frank Nazar. So, again, like how they got those picks, especially the number seven, not a huge fan of, but the direction they went, I, I really like that. Yeah. Especially with the, for the, from an upside standpoint. They drafted exactly what they said they were going to draft, mm-hmm. and... I mean, they went upside with that pick, that's for sure. And yeah. if any team's going to know how to develop small forwards, it's us. So Yeah. And, again, Frank Nazar is going to the University of Michigan. Do not rush him. Let him take off where he wants them there. It's going to be World War III. Yep. Anyways, I want to play. a skill. Hell of a skater, too. Yeah. Anyways, I want to play our reaction. This was definitely a lot more uh, better than the, uh, than the uh, Korchinski pick. Yeah. But yeah, here we go. That's why he doesn't have a voice. Yeah, and the like he was pointing at that. Like we we mentioned before, Kevin Korchinski was like shocked that he went that high. 
I remember in the interviews, he was like, I was uh, five, I think, when the Blackhawks won their first Stanley Cup. Like, it's crazy. These, these guys are 2004 borns. Mm-hmm. And Frank Nazari was, like, pointing at the crowd. Like, it was just so cool. Like, these guys got personality. I, I, I fucking love that pick so much. Oh, yeah, I do, too. That's exactly what they needed. That's a really good forward add to the prospect pool. Um, that desperately needs that. And yeah. not only, like, again, he has that two-way game. He plays with speed, pace, energy. But he has high-end offenses. Yeah, though. and he's got creativity in his game. He, he basically is like Logan Cooley light, and that's how he's always been advertised by other scouts, like at least in terms of like his like play style and like how he's so creative with the puck and uses speed to his advantage and whatnot. And, he can get into the inside, too. That's another mm-hmm. big thing. He compared himself to Brain Point, which I think there are some similarities there. If he can even, again, like kind of like Korchinski with Theodore, if he can even be close to that. You're cooking with grease. Yeah. Um and then we got later into the night, and we were think we were talking to ourselves because we were like, "All right, well, the Blackhawks have three seconds and four 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 yeah. thirds, so they could move up." But we didn't think they were going to move up. Obviously, there's always the cap friendly jokes of, "Oh, well, the Leafs are going to fucking trade Morazic, Abrazese, and nothing to the Blackhawks." And Justin Hall, yeah, and Jake Muzzin. God damn it! <laughs> but um, yeah, the trade ended up going through. That we got the twenty fifth for the thirty eighth. With Morazic in the 25th. So they get, so the Blackhawks ended up answering two things. They have a goalie going in the next year, which yeah. is a big question. And, like, we talked about this. Morazic had a bad year last year, but the guy's always been a career, like, yeah. nine-something goalie. Like, what was he, like, an 888? He's not going to be an Like, I don't think he's a great goalie, but he's not going to be that bad. And I and I think it's a win-win because, one, you get to move up. But also, like, if Morazic is good, like, you could potentially trade that. Like, he's only making, like, $3.4 million. No, that's like, I, it's, it's digestible for the Black. What did I say? Yeah. I was like, I can't wait till he fucking resurrects himself. We fucking for a second in a year. It's gonna be great. And then if he doesn't do well, then whatever, it helps the tank. So. Oh yeah, and um, the Blackhawks went on to go pick Sam Renzel with that pick. Uh, every casual fans is like they picked the high schooler, but um, wait, hang on, I'm gonna play reactions for that. I think when we did find out about the pick, I think we found it before because I'm pretty sure the guys like Scott Powers and Ben yeah. Cole found out. So like we didn't have like a huge reaction, but I'll play it anyways. Yeah. Chicago Blackhawks are proud to select Chaska High School, Minnesota, Sam Brinzel. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, when I did my rankings, it's funny because I feel like if Nazar went seven and Korchinski went 13, I feel like we would have felt a little bit better about that. Mm-hmm. But because like Korchinski probably went a little higher than he should have, but then Nazar went lower than he should have. But it's also not surprising because again, like the height, like Korchinski is a big pop moving defense, so it's not surprising he went to seven. And then Frank Nazar is only like five ten, so it's actually not surprising mm-hmm. he went to thirteen. Um, Sam Renzel, like again, I like like with Korchinski, like with Nazar, they swung for upside. Renzel fits the bill. He's Big six four defense, but he's going to take a long time. He's definitely going to take the long. I think he might even take longer than some of the second round picks that we mm-hmm. took because he played in Minnesota high school. Tons of talent, like he's mobile, six four, right handed shot. Like who doesn't want that? Um, I think he's committed to the University of Denver. I could be wrong on that. Either Denver or Minnesota. Yeah, it's one of the two. yeah one of the one of the two. We guys should take a look that up right now. But either way, he's going to a very yeah. good and they And program. Renzel had stated that the Blackhawks have been hiring him for a couple months. They, he had interviewed with the Blackhawks the most. Yeah. You probably thought they were going to take him with 38, for being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Blackhawks, I think, pointed out that after the Blues and the Wild passed on him, they traded up to go get him because they didn't think he would make it into round two. Yeah. So, I mean, when you have that many draft picks, go get your guy. 
I'm okay with that. Yeah, especially when we went with Korchinski and Nazar. I can live with them. Yeah, he's going to the University of Minnesota next. Yeah. Figured if he's a high school kid in Minnesota, he's not going to leave the state. <laughs> and, again, like, if you go to these universities, like, Frank Nazar is going to Michigan. Like, you're in good hands. Like, Michigan has continually – like, you looked at their team last year. They had how many first-rounders and, like, second-rounders that should have been first-rounders on that team. It's it's crazy. Like, there's some players that, like, Kent Johnson isn't there anymore. Owen Powers isn't there anymore. Like, I think they still got some guys there. Like, yeah, like they still got guys there, but – Frank Nazar is going to get some time. He's going to develop there properly. Again, take your time with him. No need to rush him at all. Keep him away from this bad team. Same with Kevin Korchinski. But if you slowly bring him up through the through the AHL, like we saw the step that the the Rockford IceHogs took this year. Like we saw the step that even like someone like Ian Mitchell took this year. That's huge now. And like Lucas Reichel as well. You need to do that with Korchinski and. Nazar, so yeah, 100%. but Sam Renzel, like this guy's gonna take a long time again. He's a project, him. he is a, he is a project, like there's still a, a lot to be left desired about his defensive game. Hey, but he's 6'4. I was gonna say, yeah. here's the thing with Renzel the Blackhawks on the right side are really set for the meantime. Mm-hmm. Literally, Murphy and Jones are locked up for minimum five years. Yeah. Don't think they're all gonna be here for five years, yeah. but until that, it's okay to have a prospect or a project yeah. like Renzel. He, he doesn't need to be ready in two years, like, no. of course, like. Korchinski on the left side is a different story. Blackhawks left side is just not good, right? Yeah, now. like they got they got quantity with the left side. They do not have quality. Like Kevin Korchinski, by and far away, is the that's best their best prospect they've had on the yeah. left side in a long time. Like there, there's a good chance you could be like the best side of the defensive system, Keith. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a legitimate chance, honestly. Or Jalmerson, like one of the two. not not to like put again, not to put pressure on Kevin Korchinski. No, it's just like, lot, but like. That's just how bad the left side's been for yeah. the Hawks for the longest time, at least from terms of development. Like, since Chalmers and I, they really haven't developed a really good left hand. No. A top four left hand. Dude, did you well, see- I guess Forsling, but then they got rid of him. So it's yeah. like. Even freaking Lucas Luke Carlson. Yeah. yeah. But did you see the stat? Like, all of their picks from the 2010s were traded. Yep. Stan Bowman moment. Yeah. Keo should not be named. There's a dollar in the jar. Yeah. Um, but, like, not only did they develop talent, like, they rushed them, but they also moved them so quickly. Rushed them, moved yeah. them, never signed them the second contract, and then they all went on to be decent players. It's crazy how that works. Yeah, and finally, they're doing it with Lucas Wright. Like, <laughs> literally, like, the first pick of the 2020s was Lucas Reichel. They, that's finally the pick that they're going to get it right with. Like, again, like, you left them in Germany, and then you let him take a year in the AHL where he got point per game, he got play, he even got a brief stint in the, in the NHL. That's what you need to be doing. Like, even Nolan Allen, like, we ragged so much on the pick, never on the guy. I hope he – I think he can be, like, a bottom pairing guy. Like, yeah. again, you don't have to rush your time with Nolan Allen. Like, I, I think he still could play another year in the Nolan needs show. to get yeah. rushed. This team is going to fucking reek. Yeah, exactly. So, first time in franchise history, the Blackhawks picked three times in the first round. I didn't know that. Yeah. Big day. Yeah, for for better for worse, we're gonna find out. But you know what? We're we're rooting the boys on. I really like them. Yep, I, I like the vibes they gave off. Freaking great nicknames too that we we came up with them. The like, Scorcher, yeah. Carcher, Frank the Tank, Sam I Am, Wait, Wash Rinse, yeah. right? <laughs> oh jeez, fucking oh man! Like it's gonna be nice to have prospects to root for, but like. Uh, like what? What's the thing? Like I've won, but at what cost? Or yeah, like exactly. you got your first round picks, but what did it cost? Mm-hmm. Literally every other mm-hmm. asset you had. 
Um, at least young assets with value. I kind of want to touch on the Kirby Doc trade. What you, before we get into that, what the hell was Lou Lamb thinking? We literally yeah. okay. So like we get into the, we get into the Bell Center and we're going up the escalator. And we go by Lou Lamarello's locker and we were just like, we should jump over there and see what's up. <laughs> we really should. What is he, apparently they were cooking. What is he cooking? Yeah. He got Romanov in like the ninetieth pick for ninety eighth pick. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I don't I don't get logic. The hockey men and then like who the fuck did they pick? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even think it's relevant. I get they wanted a left shot defenseman, but like. Why is it when they do like three team trades? There's always that third team. It's like, why the fuck are you here? Like, even though <laughs> it's your pick, my bad blood. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was a shock though because you heard everyone in the arena. Yeah, there was even like a tweet beforehand where we looked at the phones like, okay, we can see this happening because there's like a couple trades like where, whether it's a pick swap or even like the D'Angelo trade today where it's yeah. like we knew about it like beforehand and then they finally go up and announce it. I didn't know about that until up until then. Nope. I also think I was locked on my Twitter. Yeah, like, but it was uh, funny because, yeah. like, they sent me a trade announcement. I was like, I bet this is Doc. <laughs> I said no, it as a I joke. Did, I, didn't think that was I said it as a yeah. joke, and then I looked at you like, or I think I just, like, stood up, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, because you, you would have told me, like, we joked about it before. Because, like, when, I think it was when we were live streaming, it was said that, like, Doc, like, is really intensifying. Detroit and Columbus were in, so we were like, well, Detroit's not going to trade eight. Maybe Columbus trades 12, yeah. and then they get 13. So it's like. I don't understand hockey men. I mean, I, I, I get Doc. I get Doc's tool set, but, yeah. like, I don't get Lou Amarillo. <laughs> and, like, honestly, like, speaking of Montreal, they had a great draft. Oh, game. Montreal like, fucking killed it. First of all, like, their crowd reaction at the beginning was, oh, like, there was insane. Oh, there was gas. The like, all the reactions. Like, when Marty St. Louis came out, like, oh there my was God, just yeah. a giant chant. It was awesome. Yeah, and when, uh, I forget who it was. I think it was. Mike Bossy's daughter yeah. and he were first son when they came out like when they were chanting the names mm-hmm. and like that was chills like and I think that, you I, heard just like all the oohs and ahs when Slavkovsky yeah. got picked that was cool. but then like once he like started like once he got the picture and like shook oh, hands everyone I think everyone came forward. towards it was more yeah. cheers than boo- it wasn't even booze it was just like I think it was whoa yeah. it was a lot yeah. of it was I, didn't, I didn't really hear any booze I heard no I didn't hear booze either it was just a lot of wows yeah. like. That was a big collective wow by the crowd, mm-hmm. even though, like, we kind of all thought it was and that, that, that was a thing coming in this draft. Like, it was so okay. We had no – I think this we, was a great And, like, Evan literally through. told us yeah. Shane Wright's agent didn't know where he was going. Yeah. And clearly he didn't because Shane Wright went fourth. He didn't go in the top three. He's but, not going to be part yeah. of the top three picture. By the way, Shane Wright staring down the Montreal bench, getting picked by the Kraken might be my favorite thing of the night. That didn't happen with the Blackhawks because, like – Holy shit, that kid is going to be disgusting with veneers. Oh, and they got they got Jager Furcus, and they got, uh, like, David Goyette. David Goyette, Ty Nelson. Yeah. Like, uh, Mitch's they, friend, by the way, if you're listening to this. Did they get Tristan awesome. Lino, or was that? That was that. No, Anna, oh, Anna, that's another team. Anaheim was the crowd pleaser. Because they, they got a bunch of Quebec, yeah, dude. Because they got a bunch of Quebec guys. They got Nathan Gosher in the first round. Then they got uh, Noah Warren and Tristan Lino, who are both teammates for Gatineau of the, the Kim JHL. Mm-hmm. Awesome. There was a big crowd for the Ducks, too. Every time they had a pick, there was a lot of cheering. So, and then, like, I think when Winnipeg had their pick, yeah, there was, there was a whole like a, section yeah. to the left of us. And then it was funny because, like, today we were sitting there and, like, day two, it's a little less crowded, so you can kind of tell what families are there still. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we were sitting right next to Jack Hughes' family. Yeah. He got picked by yeah. L.A. Like, a collective, like, three-section group just got up and started screaming. And then they left, like, right afterwards. Mm-hmm. That's that's honestly the best part of the draft, seeing, like, the families, the friends. and like, Maverick Lamoureux's yeah. parents fucking like, hockey on the stage. <laughs> fucking love that. Yeah, any Quebec player that went up, like, Lamoureux, Maverick Lamoureux, like, 
he played with, I think, Drummondville. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But yeah, that's the if, the, if we were going to go to the draft, it had to be Montreal. Like the chaos, we didn't know what was gonna happen. Like Montreal, being in Montreal, like Montreal fans are really a different breed. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Super passionate. Um, did you see the Slavkovsky thing where it's like, did you did you hear the boost? He's like, yeah, they're passionate about hockey. Like like I am. Like I'm not. This is not like verbatim, but like it's kind yeah. of paraphrasing. But and uh, now I definitely know. I saw Slavkovsky last night because he's been going around talking to the fans. Okay, the so, so that, that definitely that was, was Slavkovsky last night. We could have got a picture with yeah, him. We, we walked right by yeah. Yuri Slavkovsky last night. No, hey, out. and I was like, that's Slavkovsky. And you were like, I don't know. I was like, he's wearing the exact same. I didn't really suit. get. A, yeah, I didn't really get a good look, but yeah, yeah. It being for the being a draft in person for the first time since 2019, like it was a perfect. Uh, I think it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun. The stage was really cool too. I like the stage where they like have that yeah. giant. Yeah, it's funny because we were like, so the stage was like this. We were behind the stage, or like the the walkway behind where like yeah. the the players sit. So we yeah. thought the players were on we the thought side. the players were in front of us, but like the stage is here. Like, mm-hmm. but I wish I would have known that. Yeah. Like, look we were literally just looked down. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, like Yaroslavkovsky, like he basically said, like fans are passionate about hockey, so am I. But I'm they're gonna learn going. Yeah, and like honestly, it looked like Montreal had a plan going into that day because they got Kirby Doc. Yeah, I was gonna say center, and then they got um Philip Massar, their second first round pick, which was a great pick. And then they got Owen Beck. Yeah, and then they got uh was it Lane Hudson? Lane Hudson. Yeah, yeah. they had a fucking great draft. Yeah, at least in rounds one and two. Like holy crap. Um. But yeah, like Kirby Doc trade. Yeah, I really wanted Kirby Doc to work so much. Like, I feel like you and I have been big defenders of him. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's. I don't think he's gonna be this first line center like the Blackhawks envisioned him when they draft him. But no, like he shall not be named. Then, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um. But that being said, I think a new fresh start for him in Montreal is exactly what he needs. Like, he's not gonna be the guy. He just like, has to be behind Suzuki. Yeah. And like Montreal is an unforgiving market, but like he's gonna be behind Suzuki. Yeah, it's also going to be a market that's going to love their. It's also a market that like defends their prospects, like it's the sun and the moon. Yeah, but I guess he's not their guy, so we'll see. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, when we were talking about it, like I feel bad for Colton Doc because like yeah, that was a big thing. I was like, what, what do uh, Jonathan Tate's Patrick Kane think? And like Ben Post, like, what does Colton Doc think? But that's gonna that's gonna burn. That's yeah, gonna suck. I guess we could segue into the next big question because everyone's just asking it because like clearly this is why they made the moves. They they're trying to get rid of Tate and Kane, or at least trying to. Go full scorched earth. Uh, Pat Brisson stated that they're going to talk to Patrick Kane this week. I think we talked about this in the car a couple times. Like they're piece of shit human beings, but like the star of your franchise should not be disrespected as hard as Patrick Kane's been as from a from a pure athlete standpoint. From an athlete yeah. standpoint, it's actually ridiculous because you look at all these other leagues where the stars have control. NFL stars are finally starting to get control, and look what happens. NBA stars have always been the uh, the money maker. Yeah. Baseball, it's getting it's starting to get there. Hockey's still run by the same guys, and it's showing right oh, now. You could have oh, all these accolades man. and shit, and you're still going to get thrown to the curb. And I just don't – I don't like that coming from – because, like, Patrick Kane was supposed to break every franchise record. He's supposed to get, like – I don't know, man. It's just – it's going to be a tough pill to swallow when he gets traded. Taves – Taves, too. Like, I don't know. Keith wasn't as bad when he got traded just because he was on the tail end. Yeah. But like we talked, they still about, they still have a lot to give up, especially Patrick Kane. Kane's coming off yeah. a ninety point season, dude, and he wasn't even shooting well until like April or dude, like his, March. His wrist is still fucked. Yeah, his, his wrist was he fucked. To get that fixed. No, his wrist right, was yeah. literally fucked, and then like around February, he started shooting again, and he was scoring. I don't yeah. know what the hell happened, but um, like we were joking about this now that the brink is traded. Like we don't know who the next thirty goals going to be. Um. 
And like, <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. And like with Kane and Kane and Taze, they have no moves. So you can't just rip the bandaid right, off. Yeah. No. And like, my favorite's every Casual fan being like, I love how they trade the Brink and Doc, but don't trade Taze and Kane. I'm like, you fuckheads have no idea how no movement clauses work. I love how no one. You knows casual. how a no move works. It's like when he, it's like it's like when we fans trade Morgan Riley. He's got a full no move dipshit. He's not going anywhere. Like, so you mean those low fans cap friendlies don't make any sense when logically he's joking. <laughs> but like, there's people who legitimately yeah. do it, and it's like, guys, no trades and no moves are still a very real thing. Look how hard it was to move Ryan McDonough. And people say, we're going to talk hard. about that. What do you think about that trade, by the way? Uh, like stop helping Tampa for the love yeah. of fucking God. You can't keep getting away with it. Because either Ryan McDonough is now going to fall off a cliff or Tampa might stink a little more. You know what? For us. You know what it is? Like, Ryan, yeah, I think either way, that helps the Blackhawks because that makes Tampa worse team. And also, that's one more hard team that the Blackhawks have to And it might be another anchor team. contract on national. Yeah. And that's true. And you know what? Ryan McDonough reminds me of Nick Jalberson. Like, did you? Well, does it suck trading him now? Yes, but yeah. in a couple of years, maybe not this year, maybe not even next year. He, he's that type Remember of. Never gonna turn fully Myers the Connor Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But the the thing with the defensemen that play those kind of styles that have that hard miles on them, they just they'll, they'll collapse. Like they, yeah. there's no slow decline; they just collapse. And I think that's what happened with Nick Jalmerson. I think unfortunately the same's gonna happen to Ryan McDonald. And not, nothing against him; he's had a great career. Like I'm pretty sure he's been in the playoffs every year. No, he's been amazing. Was, like. Two times time definition of consistency. Yeah, Olympian. Been a captain. I think. Yeah, like, he's he's a great player. It's just Father Time is undefeated exactly. unless you're Tom Brady or Alex Ovechkin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, what, what were we talking about? We were talking about Taves and Kane, you know, oh, yeah. and oh, like yeah. it's gonna happen. I just don't know when it's gonna happen. I will say one thing: Taves is gonna get a lot more than people think he will. It was like it was like that second half of the year. Taves looked like normal Jonathan Taves, and people were like, "We talked about this. Like teams are going to look for a two C, and they're like, we can take a Taves at five mil, like, and especially if we got cap going back the other way or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. they could do it. They're like, there's ways to make it happen. Like, it reminds me of the Kane. Kane move. That's I'm not worried about that. No, what I'm more worried about is what you get for it. Taves, I just I'm curious as to what team would have the position. Like Calgary's one that comes to mind. Just because, like, if they like, if they're going for it, like, you need that veteran leadership. They need a depth center. Like, I, I always thought, like, maybe Vegas, because like mm-hmm. Vegas always kind of swings for that type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, Hugh was still there at Woodside, Florida, but that's not there. Vegas. Colorado, I think I've said a couple times when Kadri leaves, they might just say, "Fuck it, we're going to Taves." Yeah. Like, there's a lot of teams that could take a job from Taves at five mm-hmm. million. That's all I'm going to say. Teams, people that think Taves is worth nothing still, guy was still sticks and faceoffs. Still isn't terrible at defense. Yeah, and can put the puck can, back That's the thing. Like we talk about Duncan Keith. Like I remember last year when he got moved. I'm like, part of me is like he's gonna get nothing because it's the Blackhawks. But then there's another part of me. This guy's a three times now. Like, leadership. You can't value. Yeah. You can't undervalue leadership in this sport. And it showed. I mean, look at not, like as much as Jim Madsen's getting fucking roasted right now, right? Yeah. So he's right to an extent. Like yeah. you, the the strides Evan Bouchard made this year are like second to none. And I don't think that happens without Duncan Keith in that locker room or no. playing on the ice with him. Yeah. And it's just like, not that like you, he was you, the can, main... you can you can be right and wrong at the same time. Yeah, That's not that he was like the main reason. No, that happened, but, like, but like, I think he to have a veteran yeah, in like a twenty-two-year-old's exactly. ear is mm-hmm. nice. And like Duncan Keith actually didn't have to play with a nineteen-year-old this time. Yeah. Usually, that's what he gets stuck with. Evan Bouchard's a little more polished. He got mm-hmm. he took a different development route. Like if Kevin Korchensky takes to Evan Bouchard development route, he might be a little better off. 
or like the no adoption um, route where they get like two years and then come in and like look at them now like their analytics weren't great initially but now they're starting to look like it takes players. time it takes time yeah um but yeah kind of on that note like duncan keith retired five and a half million cap hit penalty against the blackhawks gives a shit like a literally i looked at their cap friendly they have 15.5 million dollars in cap space oh no yeah oh no and then i looked at all the contracts it's like two years one year two years one year two years one year. year and then and yeah there's eight years four years with connor murphy and then i think it's like three of jake mccabe but other than that like no one is locked down no. uh this team is going to completely redefine the way they play because of the talent they have because ironically their strength right now is the defense so Luke Richardson's gonna make them a defensive team this year, and like he's we've talked about this. Like, if you're not gonna be good, at least just be hard to play against or a pain in the ass. And you can make a roster with a lot of pains in the asses and still finish bottom of the league. Sam Lafferty, yes, sir. You know what? You know what? This kind of reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of the the 2015-16 Toronto Maple Leafs, where they stripped it right to the bone. That was the Kessel trade. Yeah. That, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like I thought, I don't know about you, but I thought, was, I thought the was, I thought the Kessel trade was kind of underwhelming for Toronto. It was very underwhelming. Yeah, he got back to back cups right afterwards. Yeah, like exactly. fuck. No, I thought like Ottawa was gonna beat Pittsburgh, but yeah, yeah Ottawa doesn't have Sidney Crosby. No, yeah. they, trust me. If they traded Dallas to bring it to a Sidney Crosby caliber player, I would be fucking screaming yeah. bloody murder. Yeah, right like now. he's got Tim Stutzler or uh, Josh Norris, which isn't bad. Yeah, the best dude he would have yeah. been playing with was Jack Hughes, and I would have been okay with that. But like, if he were we were trading to go play with like McDavid, I would have fucking. Lost it. I would have fucking lost Two, it. Because then he would have got like 60 goals. Like, that's the only thing. Like, I can say that much from the DeBrinket standpoint. Like, who they traded him to, I don't think he's ever going to get more than 40. I don't think he'll hit 50 with all Oh, no, he won't fit. I don't think he'll hit Like, he was going to hit 50 with Chicago yeah. just because of Patrick Kane. Yeah. Like, just because of the way they use him. I I just don't see him getting more than 40. Unless Tim just really, like, steps up. And that could happen. Yeah, like, I'm not saying happen, it couldn't, yeah. but... Like, they haven't even had contracts and such as that, which I understand, because, like, the brink has been going through a lot right now. Like, he's had a kid. Yeah, like, he's a father. He's been he's married. He's never been traded before. Like, he want Like, this is going to be tough for him. It really does. And, and again, Poor Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, like, I never wish ill will on players going out of Chicago. Like, I just... I hope to bring it really does tear it up. And I know he will. Like... Well, he had 50 goals. I don't know, but like, I still, he's going to still be a guy. He's going to be a player. 30, 40 goals. Money in the bank for 30. Yeah. He's going to get, he's going to get his money regardless of where he's with. He's like, we saw the evolution in his game, like from being a one dimensional goal scorer to like a decent playmaker to a, a player that back checks to a player that can play defense and play on the penalty kill. It's just, again, those, I'm going back to it. I don't want to bring it up again, but like those kind of players don't grow on the trees. Nope. It, it does suck that he's gone, but Nickelback, Bob. No, can't. Like this is the direction they're now. This is Kyle Davidson team. Like he's stripping a beard. Made your bed now, laying it. Exactly. We're gonna find out whether it's a comfy bed or a. No, break. it's a really uncomfortable bed that's gonna get you the fourth overall pick next year. That's what it is. I mean, but I digress. Anyways, um, let's talk about the goalies. I'm done talking about the Blackhawks. Bye. Yes. Um. So, Mark Andre Fleury. I, no, I also want to talk more about the, we, we, I guess we what? can talk about well, I wanted to talk about more about the draft. Like, I like their second round. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's, that's a good thing we can talk about with the Blackhawks. Yeah. I like the I like Ludwinski. Very, very Brandon Hagelatz. I think they just dropped the Gavin Hayes early. has yeah. a lot of swagger on the wing saying he's Blake Wheeler, but with more – they said – what do you say? They compare me to Blake Wheeler, but I got but, more skill than that. You know, I respect that. We all hate Blake Wheeler. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I like that pick. I liked uh, what's the second guy they picked? Oh, uh, Ryan Green. Ryan Green. From yeah. the Newfoundland, by the way. Yeah, like they picked a lot of Brandon Hagel clones from what it looked like. And yeah. We talked about it. Get the quantity this year. Get the quality next year. That, next year's when you get the quality. We'll yeah. Connor Bernard. And get guys who are like, we were talking about this. Like, you don't respect players enough who can just play that middle six role. Like, uh, who was the, like, was it Green that said he plays like Yanni Gord? No, or, that was Ludwinski. Ludwinski like, said. I also, like, again, I love, like, the. Not like cockiness, but like the confidence in the players. Like, yeah. spe- specifically, Paul Lewinsky, who said he has that the best mortar of this draft, which I can't say I disagree with. Like, he's definitely right up there. He plays exactly like Brandon Engel. He's Shane Wright's teammate. Again, he's going to take time, but like, he plays like, like, yeah, like, I think there are Yanni Gord comparisons where he, he can be a guy who plays the wind, he can play center, he can play up and down your lineup. If you if you draft like I have no problem with the Blackhawks drafting those kind of guys, but you can't draft them all the time. Nope. Like you got to draft skill, but I can at least understand this draft. Yeah, like I feel like you got both that with Azar, which is why it's such a good pick. You got Torchinsky and Rizel, but then you go through those guys. I can respect that. Like Ryan Green is kind of the same thing where um, he I think he played in the USHL. Like. Lewinsky played for the OHL. He's two teammates with Shane Wright. Kind of, not the great offensive year, but next year they're, they're going to take steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Ryan Green is going to university. Like He played in the USHL, so I would assume he is. So I'm going to look that up quickly. Ryan Green. Blah, 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 trying to fill air time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're good second round picks at the end of the day. I don't mind. Okay, so he's going to Boston University. Yeah. 51 points and 50. We were talking about it earlier, like, you go to one of the big Power 5 schools, like, you're going to – and by Power 5, I mean, like, literally five schools. Like, there's only, like, five you want to see your player go to to develop. And it's, like, Michigan, Minnesota, Denver, BCPU, North yeah. Dakota. Mm-hmm. And he's going to one of them. So, that's yeah. nice. Um, You know, once they got into, like, the third round, they made some picks, like, a Sam Savoy, which is whatever. Like, they, they cut, drafted a couple over I think once you get into that range, it's, like, whatever. Just pick whoever you yeah, like. Pick, pick whoever you got the most film. Yeah, like – yeah, like I did like a big rank ranking list. Like I think I went to the third round. Like but once you've gotten to the fourth round, it's like uh, I don't really care. It's a fourth round pick. If you like a guy, go for it. But like when you're drafting in the the first round, I, you got to go for skill and upside. I really think you got to do that. And they did that. I like their second round picks. I, I would give him a, a very strong B plus in the word. It's like an Anthony Fantano, <laughs> Fantano music review. A strong, uh, like a, I forget what it is, like something to a strong age. That's what I give this draft. Mm-hmm. How about you? I give it a B. I, um, I can't give it an A. Oh, no, not an A. I, I think it's a strong B plus, but I don't think it's an A. Not even uh, like it anyway. would have been a B plus for me if they maybe got, like, I don't know, swing for a little more skill on a couple of the second round. Yeah. One of the second round picks, at least. But, um, yeah, to be. I can't really judge it much. I can judge off of what they've done before, and yeah. they're not swinging, and they're not swinging for low ceiling, which is huge. That like this was well, wait, well it's the fucking opposite yeah. of last year's draft, which, which is a very okay very good. Thing. Which I can be okay yeah. with at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. One, you had three first round picks, and uh, like the thirty second yeah. pick, <laughs> and two picks in the top fifteen. So. Exactly. Like going into the day with zero first round picks and coming out with three, the end of the day is still good. You just don't want to talk to anyone about how you got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask Kyle Davidson how he got through. Don't ask Kyle Davidson what happened yeah. on July 8th. <laughs> July or July 7th. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't Again, ask Kyle Davidson what happens on yeah. July 7th. Fucking hell. But, yeah, that's, 
uh, I, I wanted to talk about the, the, the about the draft more broader. Like, your, we kind of touched on your Slavkovsky going first overall. I, I was kind of puzzled. I really thought they should have gone Shane Wright or Logan Cooley, but I can understand them taking the swing for Slavkovsky. And then, again, when you saw the Kirby Doc, mm-hmm. Doc trade, you saw much more of the – the context and I felt like that was kind of the thing with the Blackhawks picks where it's like Korchinski came maybe a little high, but then you see the round defense and after and you're like, okay, that makes sense. He was not gonna be there at 13. And like even like Matt Savoy, like you didn't get him, but like you got a Frank Nazar who I think is just as good as it as just Savoy a skill, is. Yeah. It's fine. Like, and I think has a better chance of playing center. That's fine. I yeah. mean, I'm just we're at the point now where it's just like we gotta wait three years to see what happens. Exactly. Um, number two, two Slovaks go top two, which is fucking all. What a great day for Slovaks. Three Slovaks go in the first round. Yeah, like. and two, so two, two Slovaks in the top two, and then Slavkovsky's fellow countryman Philip Mashar went, I think, right after the Blackhawks. Yeah, after they picked Hudson. Yeah, or no, Hudson. Where's Hudson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or all defensive, defensive. Um. You know, it sounded like a lot of personalities on the draft floor. Uh, Isaac Howard. Isaac Howard, yeah. fucking Chad, walking out to Star Wars music with the fucking turtleneck and the drip. And, and the, the USA belt. The USA belt. Yeah. The Miami him and, him and, I was really hoping you fell. Of course, you fell the temp there. I was really hoping you fell to the Blackhawks because him, oh, yeah. him and Frankie would have been oh, Swagger. Awesome. I'm, pretty, like, I'm pretty sure they were like Swagger and confidence yeah. personified. Mm-hmm. Um, Ty Nelson had the hat, which is pretty cool. Shout out, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> To Seattle as well. Again, Montreal and Seattle with killer drafts. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, Arizona trading up for pick 11 was interesting. They had four first-round picks, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, no, it was three. Because oh, they yeah. traded the Cassian one. It was like, do move up three spots or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Because they swapped to 29-32. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they got Connor Geeky with that pick, which is fine. Yeah. Then they got Matter Glamorong. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Logan Cooley's a great pick. Love that for them. Yeah. Seattle, I think, had the best draft, at least in the first two rounds. They they swung oh, for I scale. Think, I think it's Seattle and Montreal. That for us. Like last year, like they got Benirsky, they really have like the quantity of draft picks. Like they weren't able to pull off what Vegas did, but this year they got all those second round picks. And, and they, 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 they hit. could hit on all of them. Yeah. Like they are very high upside picks. I really like the Fergus pick. I me love too. the Goyette pick. Yeah. Me um, too. I mean, Ty Nelson, too. Ty Nelson's a good pick. That was mm-hmm. early third round, I think. Like, the, a lot of teams came out well today. Um, obviously, the teams that have first-round picks, they kind of just laid by the side. Um, Joe Sackett went up, and, like, there was pretty large applause for Joe Sackett, too. Because like, yeah, he, got, he got the GM of the year, and he, like, did he, like, push the microphone down? Yeah, and he, like, knocked it over. This guy, this guy is still drunk. He did not – I don't think he had a uh, – I like, got uh, – a draft pick till like the sixth round or something because he already traded the draft pick. My man, blood was chilling on the yeah. draft fourth. He was still hungover, but I respect the fuck out of that. Like, dude, he can do whatever he wants. He can that. And San Jose traded down because they wanted more draft picks, which is good. I yeah. think they picked Bice with their first mm-hmm. late, and then Mike Greer, by the way, yeah. like making the pick in with and that like that that heartwarming speech that he made. Really about, good, yeah. Brian Marchment, which rest in peace to him. Um, Brad Lambert goes to fucking Winnipeg. Yeah, of course, in our division. Fucking uh, Buffalo, I thought, had a good draft also. Yeah. So, I mean, Savoy is early, but... Yeah, Savoy is a steal at night. Savoy and Oslin, come yeah, on. Yeah, and uh, Yuri Kulik, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I got to shout out to Jacob if you're listening to this. Like, it's like, I don't give a fuck if they picked the goalie. Like, it was such a good first round, and they had a great first round. 
they did. Yeah. Three um, first round picks just like one. Hundred uh, percent. Big Show went to Dallas. So I like that pick a lot. Don't worry, this is ours. Oh, oh boy, I thought that was going to be decent with Ogren and Europe or year off. that was a decent pickup for them with their late picks. Um, Jack Hughes goes to LA. Sadly, oh, Elias Pettersson gets drafted <laughs> by the Canucks. That <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah. It was funny because I don't think anyone really got it. I think you and I got it. I was like, they drafted Elias Pettersson, and like both of us were laughing so loud. And then like I heard like a couple guys behind us like, oh, they dropped Elias Pettersson. They already have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the kid when he goes into the mics, like my favorite player was growing up was Elias Pettersson. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you know what it is? It's like the the, the interview with Yarber Yarger. It's like my favorite player growing up was Yarber Yarger. <laughs> Uh, fucking peace. No, it was, it was such a fucking a great trip, great day to be at. Um, that, that, that's pretty much all I have to say about the draft. Like Shane Wright. Like I remember when we were interviewing Emily Kaplan. Like we talked about like Matt Savoy coming out of that person. Like she interviewed Isaac Howard, and she kind of brought up like Shane Wright's kind of more traditional. But then you see him staring down the Montreal like grass. That, that was that was awesome. my favorite. Yeah, movie. I love that. And then he like liked a liked a, a post on Instagram about it too. Mm-hmm. He's got a chip on his shoulder, hundred uh, percent. Philadelphia got Cutter Gochi at five. I mean, whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he plays the Philadelphia way. Though. I think I think they're gonna like him though. Yeah, and I think John, and I think John Turner also like him too. Um, yeah, me, yeah, me too. Yeah, well, we haven't got much sleep, and we're not gonna get really much sleep tomorrow, especially me because my flight's going early. Like I love being in Montreal, but then the the best thing about coming from back from vacation is being able to sleep. Again, I feel. Yeah. Um. Uh, David Yurchuk number six again, just to complete off the stuff. Columbus literally got a high. bunch of good picks in the second yeah. round too. They got Del Belvaros. They yeah. got Jordan Dumas yeah. in the third round. Like they got they picked a guy who was like ranked like ninth. In uh, Bacon's like top like whatever prospects in like the fourth round, like I, Columbus Garmo stays just drafting steals and stealing trades and making me not without shall not be named as a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Again, Blackhawks got Kevin Korchinski at seven. I think that was like the real kind of surprise. I feel like there was talk about Cutter Gauthier going top five, but I I don't think like there there's even like things saying that like maybe. Korchinski like gets like at the frigid tops like the frigid top ten like maybe he goes ten I don't think they're expecting him to go seven so I feel like that was kind of the first off the board pick mm-hmm. number eight Detroit went Marco Casper uh, I, I don't have a problem with that like I don't think he has the highest upside but like that guy's gonna be in the NHL you can put him anywhere you can put him any position he's gonna be a pain in the ass to play against I think Eiserman pick yeah exactly. Um, number nine, Matt Savoy against Steel by Buffalo, and then number ten, me and Jukov, Anaheim. If there's a team that's going to develop defensemen, it's Anaheim. Yep. Um, I mean, we could go each individual pick. I don't want to do that, so but much. yeah, there's there's third there's thirty two of them plus. Another we kind of went over all the trades too. Like yeah. Cassian's on the Coyotes now. Like they really weren't a lot of trades. No, there wasn't really any like big trade. Like Lining got traded today, which was kind of big for like Leonard, yeah. but like. I mean, the goalie trades you can get. Yeah, a bit more interesting with the goalie trade. Because I feel like, like last year, I remember there was like all the, the trades for the defense. But like, it was like, I think Butch Nevich got traded. There was like OEL, the wrist line, and then Butch Jones. Seth Jones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the goalie musical chairs. Uh, Colorado got Gorgiev. I don't think he's, I think it was for like a third and a fifth. I don't think he's the best goalie, but the Avalanche literally just won a Stanley, Stanley Cup with Thurston Kemper with all the respect to him. He's going to get his. 
Yep. Got to get his money in free agency. Apparently, maybe in Washington. He's looking for the Gruber yeah, deal. Exactly. What it sounds like. So maybe he joins him in Seattle with Chris Rieger injured. Yeah. <laughs> they literally like they're gonna go run two one Bs and not Colorado, and it's gonna work because they literally ran two one Bs and got a yeah. cup. So good on them. Uh, you got it's like it's like it's almost like Steve, it's it, it is Steve Eisenman. Like Joe Sackett, like they've earned the benefit of the doubt. Like whatever trade they go after, okay, okay, maybe not the guy I would go after, but like more often than not, whatever Joe Sackett touches turns to gold. So facts. And then you got Manichek going in. Oh, that reminds me, I thought Washington had a good draft. Oh yeah, good for Marischenko. Like we didn't know if he was going to play hockey again. Like yeah. he got picked by the Capitals. Um, Capitals trade Vanacek to move up in round two. Yeah, they got Ryan Chesley with that pick, which Good I thought pick. was a great pick. Uh, I forget who else they picked, but that was like a solid first two picks. Oh yeah, especially like none with of the prospect pool that's so yeah, depleted against Washington. Like, oh my god, it's like McMichael, Lafayette, and their band of man. It's like but they cut off the black box. Oh yeah, and then like New Jersey traded their pick and didn't pick Jack Hughes, bunch of haters. But anyways, uh, Vancouver got the side. Yeah, they, they they understood. Rachel Dory got it. Yeah. Um, and then the one we woke up to this morning, I woke up to this morning, I think you were already up, but Billy Husso to Detroit for a third, I think. Again, yeah, like Steve Eiserman, he does whatever the hell he wants. I, I like it. Like, I remember we had Max Boltman on, and he said that uh, Detroit might be getting moved by like a backup boy. Uh, that's a 1A. Yeah. That's definitely a 1A, 1B situ- type of situation. Like, the double, the double, the, the <laughs> double, of, yeah, Ned could be good in spurts, but I feel like if you have a, a 50-50 split, then. Oh, it's going to work well for Detroit. Like, yeah. I honestly, I we, we talked it with Max, and, like, after watching the drafts, I'm very interested to see what they do going. Like, they might throw a shit ton of money at Kadri. That they actually might better. happen now. And I can see it with, like, the way the roster's constructed. Um, or they go get a winger or something. Because, like, they, they can do a lot because I think they have a lot of cap space. And they got, stuff like, defensive wise. Oh, man, they can go get a defensive. That'd be nice. Like, yeah, they got partners for sports signers for a couple of years. I mean, I mean, Simon Evanson's coming, but like, you don't want to put two. No, you don't want to put. You don't want to. No, no, no. Oh man, if they had the if they had the stuff to make it work, Chitrin and Detroit would be super interesting. Yeah. Now, or if he ends up getting boomed, Provorov, because he's always the yeah. name that's like floating around there. Like I'm Did thinking, like, yeah, even like even like Travis. Dude, he kind of got Ryan McDonough. Yeah. Like, oh, I honestly thought Ryan McDonough I'm surprised at him because Detroit. Steve Eisenberg was the one who got him in the first place. Man, McDonough could have been playing with Cider. That would have been fucking chill. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah, but, like, I, I honestly, like, I like that move for Detroit. I think that's the best out of the goalie they move, personally. For, yeah, they signed him for three years. Um, I feel like, again, that's, I think they're trying to, like, line it up with some Kosha. Kosha. Yeah. Yeah, because they think Coach is going to be at least a 1A. So yeah. you decide which one you want out of those two at the end of their three-year deals, and you go from there because I think – I think, I'm gonna uh, has like two years. Yeah, I think, so I think he's he, up a year before. But, yeah, you know, you got two years to figure out which one of these goalies you would like to stick yeah. around with. Yeah, it's like right. a Columbus situation mm-hmm. almost. Like they they spent with Merzlikens and Corpusella what like three years, and now they learned that Merzlikens is probably gonna yeah. be a starter. So and I'm pretty sure they could have resigned Corpusella anyway. So they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they still got Tarasov coming up. It's yeah. like I, they they always have goalies, dude. Like, jeez. The Holy factory. factory, man. Yarmo, Yarmo, Yarmo. What are we going to do with you? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, besides that, like, I, I, oh, Mark OJ Fleury extended two years. Uh, Remember when Talbot's been having discussions? He might get traded now because yeah. he doesn't like that. So that could be interesting if Talbot is another goal in controversy with Mark OJ Fleury. You know Poor what? Bastard. You know what? The only place that there has been a goal in controversy with uh, Fleury? Chicago. Chicago. Because he was light years better than Lincoln in. 
Yeah. But, um, and we, and we love them. Kind of randomly. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's why I can't stand, like, the other group chat we're in, because, like, everyone, like, there's Vegas fans in there and shit, they're like, oh, he sucks, and I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I look at the goal, like, I remember game one against St. Louis, they're bitching about Florida, I'm like, every goal's on the power play. Yeah. Every goal is a tic-tac-toe or a fucking rebound. Like, I don't know what you want to. No, just hate haters. Hate Whatever, man. Like, I, I don't get how someone's so nice to be hated so much. It's actually crazy. Yeah. Like, put that hatred towards someone who actually deserves it. Like, Tony Amanda De- Kane, bro. Like, Tony like, D'Angelo and Philadelphia. Holy shit. Also, like, funny as fuck. What's your least favorite team, Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how is that going to work with John Tortorella? Dude, what the fuck are they doing over there? Yeah. Like, the right side is. What the fuck are they doing over there? They got, like, wrist yeah. aligning in him on the right side. Like, I think we saw the tweet where, like, Ristolainen and uh, D'Angelo because they signed up because they signed up to like a two-year extension worth five million per. It's like ten million dollars. I'd rather have Seth Jones. I'd literally rather have yeah. Seth Jones than those two. Yeah, because he can he can actually play the deep. Uh, yeah, he actually position. like stops the puck sometimes. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, he can play the position he's actually supposed to play. Literally, like if Seth Jones was just like a tad more physical, he'd be amazing. But like, I'm sorry for a guy that size, he needs to throw the body no, a little more. Because like, 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 I know, man. It with doctors, the body he murders someone. Yeah, he it's like people, yeah. it's crazy how fucking they don't they, don't know, their, they don't know their own strength. It literally, bro. Literally, it whatever. I'll, for part of it with Seth too is he knows like I can't really go in the box for ten minutes. We'll be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in a fight or something. But um, also side note, the Blackhawks need to get dudes in the league. Who know how to beat the shit out of people this year because you're going to be bad and you can't have young players getting fucking beat to a pulp by and, other and teams. Again, like we're not, like we're not getting. Like I don't think they should sign guys just for the sake. Of no, them, but you like, need to sign guys to stick up for your fucking. Yeah, but you also right you need like guys that are going to play and bring character to the locker room and like I'm not saying they should be going around. Young kids actually shit. give a shit. Yeah. Anyway. But, like, I don't think they should go around, like, punching people, doing dirty shit. But, like, I, well, like when, when the shit hits the fan, they should be like, When Kirby yeah. Doc gets clotheslined exactly. by Gabriel Landeskog, he can come in and punch him in the face. Yeah. Not Jonathan Taves. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't tell you how many times yeah. Jonathan Taves got in a fight last year, and I got so fucking mad because this dude has been concussion history. Yeah. It's like, I get he's the captain, but you can't be doing that anymore. Like, Kyle Davidson needs to look at that and be like, like I thought Curtis Gabriel was that answer. Then he yeah. played one fucking game. Like... <laughs> I don't know. Who, who do you think would fit that bill, though? Like, honestly, they should have traded Zach Cassie. You know what? That would like, be good. Fuck. Like, they could have probably moved up to do it, too. Go sign Antoine Roussel this offseason, dead ass. Did he, did he talk shit with Jonathan Tavis? Probably, but Tavis won't be here anymore. I respect that. Bring him on the team. Don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. play hockey for my team. Go get Jay Beagle so we can skill it up with everyone. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Wait, we get that whole Arizona fourth line fucking. That's what you get for trying to skill it up. <laughs> I can't wait till Logan Cooley does an in between the legs pass and he gets Arizona. The, the, he needs to stop trying to skill yeah, it up. Or he does like a fucking lacrosse goal. Oh, he just murders him in the lacrosse stadium. By the way, uh, fun fact about the draft every team when they picked in the first round, they had this like crazy ass, like super cool, like intro video showing all their team success and shit. Blackhawks didn't get that Black shit. Blackhawks? Because they know, like, yeah. Half the people aren't even in the video. Like, what was the one uh, Montreal did theirs and the first person they showed was running in the Oh, park. yeah, I remember that. And everyone just goes, oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, there were some funny moments of the draft. Oh, also, like, every time one of the kids is like, like, I felt like we were, I kept joking in Pierce. I was like, I feel bad for, like, the Calgary kid because he's not picking until tomorrow. He's literally just got to sit there all yeah. night. 
Like I think we saw like the the Boston dude get up like five times. He's like, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I, I like how every time someone got up, we're just like, oh, shit break, shit break, shit break. Kyle Tate, Kyle Tuvis is not on the draft board right now. Yeah. Like, Kyle I'm, I'm pretty sure Mikey Stevens like tweeted that a couple times. Like every time he's like, oh, taking a shit break. Kyle Poobis. Kyle Poobis. Kyle Poopiss, even. Pooped his pants. Pooped his pants because he got robbed by Kyle Davidson, the superior Kyle D. Fighting. They actually ended up making trouble. I was going to say, like, like, the girls like, stopped fighting. How about yeah, that? Yeah, like, it's all They kiss it made up at the draft floor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, it's all wonder under the bridge now, as they say. I know, right? Because. I mean, oh, it's good for them. The two youngest teams in the NHL made up and made a trade. Whatever, man. <laughs> they made a trade. They made a trade. It's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Take a picture of them on the phone. Oh, also, another funny moment from the draft last night was uh, when Connor Geeky got drafted. He, he like, tripped down the stairs. Well, that. Yeah. <laughs> there were two girls on Twitter that were like, I see Morgan Geeky in the crowd. And you're like, dude, he was like, yeah, I can spot that bald head from anywhere. And Morgan Geeky's like, hey, watch it. Oh, there were there were some funny moments. Like I'm just, like I still got you over like Maverick Lamoureux's parents just playing fucking playing tongue, 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 tongue jousting out yeah. there. It was so funny. Like oh my, God. some great moments of the draft. And like, there was like Philip Massar put on the jersey and like I that was I think, yeah I think it was two halves draft because I think it was Lane Hudson too. That was <laughs> yeah, like go up there he's like hey kid. Yeah. Time before we take this picture, yeah. <laughs> Ken Hughes is like, can't have you looking bad. Yeah. But it was also super cool because, like, you'd see the kids go down and like talk to everyone, and like every time a half player would leave, he'd just get a giant cheer. Yeah, everyone would see it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Like, yeah. like Montreal definitely knows how to make you feel welcome mm-hmm. as a player. And like, but conversely, too, like the other way around, they could. Oh, every oh, time Toronto yeah. lost and picked, you would you would know. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, shit. Oh, I love I love doing stories too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Batman, like, giving the shies like, you guys are getting you tired. You guys are getting tired. Of the- now I have a trade to announce. I know. Like, again, we always rag on Gary Batman. He knows how to play the crowd. He, can play, he yeah. plays the demon. He plays the bad guy well. Yeah, That's all I'm going to say. He, like, Adele does it, too, sometimes like yeah. that, which is funny. Like, still a piece of shit lawyer, but. <laughs> you know, he knows how to play the crowd after all. I will say Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's so funny. He literally sat there for, like, a minute and didn't say anything. Everyone was just booing him. <laughs> It was so funny. He was just waiting. He was. <laughs> he's like, I'll wait. I'll wait. He's like a fucking teacher and his kids Where? getting out of fucking. <laughs> settle down. Settle down. Settle down. And then, like, there were a couple surprises. Like, I, I think we, like, Christian Cairo got drafted by a division rival. Dude, Jordan Cairo was there, dude. Christian Tang was yeah. there with his new contract mm-hmm. last night. He uh, signed the contract on the floor, didn't he? Edward Vlasic made a pick, yeah. I'm pretty sure, later, because he was on the draft floor. Yeah. Um, Danny Briere was at the fucking yeah. draft. I spoke, I, it's funny, because, like, like we were doing a Marcy Luke game. I, I was watching back the pick on, like, Sportsnet. Like, Video Cavalier was there, too. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't even recognize no. it, because we were just in the moment. No, I, I, if we were on TV, you probably no, would have saw yeah, that. But definitely. Not a beer moment. Um, <laughs> not suicidal intentions that time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was oh man, that was funny. It was a good night, too, because there, there was a, actually a surprising amount of different fans there. Like, I just remember getting up at one point. There was just a couple with a bunch of Yeah, kids, what did we do? We, like, we like counted all, like, the jerseys. We counted at least half the Yeah, there, like, have, no, there was, like, a good variance there. Also, felt bad for the people wearing Shane Wright half jerseys. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. What is it? Images that precede, unfortunately. Oh, I saw at yeah. least two of them. Like, oh, that was not good. 
Uh, the Devil's Fan. <laughs> that was funny when we walked Oh, in. yeah, the Devil's Fan. That should have been you! <laughs> just, like, yelling at the guy. Because yeah. he's like, I feel bad for you. I was like, no, I feel bad for you! Yeah. And remember the, the Habs fan behind us where we, like, told him about the three-dog trade? He's like, you're getting a good one. He's like, oh, yeah, what what, what position does he play? And he's like, center. center. He's like, oh, we yeah. Thought he thought he talked like defense at first. Yeah, and then he's like, he plays good defense. He's a good two-week center. He's like, yeah, how old is he? 21. Yeah, pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the English-French barrier was yeah. broken sometimes, but yeah. not all the time. No. Let's just put it that way. I, I get, that's what's so cool about being Montreal. Like, again, like the, we've had some, not troubles, but like there's been like some misunderstandings. Hiccups. Like, hiccups. Yeah, hiccups. That's a great way to put it. But like, it's been nice hearing like, hear that. And like also, again, like going back to early, like the people that can transition between English and French. Like, oh, I, the workers. The guy was like, all, yeah. every, every like employee that we've met so far on this trip has been super. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I could, I could never be able to do that. Oh, yeah. dude, because like, fuck, like, we sound like a bunch of morons probably yeah. these people. I saw the Pete Blackbird tree where it's like, oh, these guys sound so fancy, like, speaking two languages, and there's should be like, yeah, oh, oh, beer. Oh, <laughs> Which, by the way, we met Pete Blackford. That was so yeah. funny. It looked like he was being held at gunpoint. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like, like, can I leave now? Yeah, he's like, like, I just want to say hi. Yeah, he's like, like Dave yeah. Fisher walked up, Kevin yeah. Shovel Day off cologne. Literally, I thought it was Kevin Shovel. He looks just like him. I'm pretty sure the podcast I, I talked to Emily I'm like is that Kevin Shovel Day off? Saw Dregs on the yeah. phone before he was. Yeah, I, I briefly. Think, saw I think that was about the flurry stuff. Yeah. Like right as that was about to break. Um, it, it was also just really funny because like Emily Kaplan kind of like off the record told us like a bunch of shit and then just immediately tweeted. Yeah, all she, of it afterwards. she definitely like. We, that's the thing with Emily Cow. Like, I didn't want to just go into it and be like, No, we're yeah, not going to tell us this. Tell us your, this. Tell us now. Tell us now. Yeah. No, Who's going for somewhere else? Please tell us. Where's the draft? Please tell us. Where's the house to break it? Tell us now. It was just so no. cool to me because, like, there's just so many, like, she would, she would brought it up. It was just like, if you're a fan of hockey, this is just like, it's like a Where's Waldo event in the yeah. hotel because you just see. So many execs walk by every couple seconds. Dude, I like, really saw, I saw David Poyle walk yeah, by. Yeah, you saw David Poyle last night, for God's sake. Like, you saw David Poyle. I was on a fucking flight with Danny Wirtz on the way yeah. here and Jamie Faulkner. Yeah. Like, there's, it's like they're literally all over the place. Shane Wright's agent walked by us. Like, yeah, and, she, yeah and then Emily's like, yeah, which he doesn't even know that. He's like, what, yeah, doesn't know he's going to the crackhead. Yeah. He doesn't know he's going to be a crackhead. Who knows? My man doesn't know he's becoming a My man Blood doesn't know yeah. he's going to the crack house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. It does suck that Shane Wright's not going to be in the one, two, three pick, though. Because, like, that yeah. tweet where it was like, can't wait till this is right. I'm costing. Yeah. And it was funny because it, it was the 2019 one with Doc. Because I'm pretty sure that was the last one. Two of those players yeah. are going to be traded by the end of the summer. Yeah, it's one really of them already is. is. Yeah. One of the other one's going to yeah. be a black <laughs> Yes, sir! Oh, jeez. Poor Kako. He's so gone. For Connor Murphy. Kako for Shifley. Chills. Oh, man. So much fucking Oh, dude, it's like the more I think about it, there's just so many funny stories to talk about yeah. and stuff. Like, dude, we're gonna be able to tell our grandkids about this. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. it was just so much happening. And like, it's like, I don't want to say like this, but it's a good people watching area because like you just see so much happening. And like, we saw different GMs walking table to table. Yeah. And like, we had our Mikey Stevens when we were just like, okay, I see San Jose and uh, you know, freaking that or was it Nashville? I saw them walk up and talk yeah. for a second, yeah. and then Luke Cubbing got traded like 10 minutes later, so. Mm-hmm. There was that. Um, what else? I, I guess I'm kind of surprised that like a guy like Jeff Petrie and Luke 
Yeah, I'm surprised there was like the draft was amazing, but I wasn't. Surp- I was surprised there wasn't more trades. Like the Blackhawks and the the Habs held up their other things, like, but like in Arizona, yeah, they moved up. Yeah, that's true. But like just from like a player movement. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no big names really. No. Like I mean, besides like Fiala before the draft, Brinkett. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who else I'd probably throw in there. Like to be honest, I don't know Doc. I guess just because he's a prospect. Yeah, Romanoff just because he's for a third overall pick. Kirby Doc, like yeah. that's not nothing. It's not nothing, yeah. but um, I don't know, man. Like, what else? What else are they talking about? The Trappers. Trying to think if there's any other stories we missed. Uh, I saw Chris Wyman doing a signing this morning. Oh yeah, yeah, that was funny. You that. see a line, I'm like, who's signing mm-hmm. stuff? And it's Chris Wyman. And we joked like ten seconds earlier. I was like, why does Chris Wyman have a portrait on the? Club? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why. Hey, but... you know what? Luke Richardson made it. I I, I remember like hearing interview with Luke Richardson, and like he talked about like Chris Wyman and like how like how he went through the steps of like becoming an NHL player and how it took like a long time and it was a lot of hard things like. Luke Richardson's gonna make fucking Caleb Jones elite. I can't wait. <laughs> like, I'm kidding, but you know what I mean. He's gonna make him a decent puck mover. Yeah. <laughs> that can play defense, maybe adequately. Maybe he plays yeah. defense once a game. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe um, improvement. Yeah, I don't know what else to talk about though. No, um, we'll stick with the notes. Because I mean, like. It was a busy weekend, but like I don't really want to talk about the Blackhawks anymore. So I'll just, no. we'll, we'll yeah. go in circles. I, like if you talk about like from what like what's happening, like what else? Like I'll, if you talk about the draft for the Blackhawks, I yeah. love it. Not but talking about the anything, anything else like transaction related or what might happen. Yeah, no. Like Strom Kubelik are, are not going to get. Yeah, respect. not really. That's not surprising. Yeah. Uh, I, I laughed at when they said yeah. Dylan Strom's worth seven mil at market value. That's not <laughs> happening. Um, that's gonna be like one of those like evolving. Oh, it, it was. It yeah, was. Okay, that makes sense. It's the ones where like they they rated based on like how they compared to everyone else and like yeah. his age and stuff. Because yeah. like he's only like 24, 25 right. or something. Like that. I think he's twenty five. But... I think he goes to Ottawa. Nah, I think he's to Toronto. He's literally been hanging out in Toronto all summer. Like... <laughs> he was at a Blue Jays game. No, it's because he named his dog Benny. He's going with the Jets. Benny and the Jets. Benny, Benny. Also, music choice was elite at the draft. I can't yeah, say that much. Um, <laughs> there was one point today where Pierce and I were just like vibing to the in between pick. Yeah, for, like, like it was like Viva La Vida. There was like Everlong. Nickelback. There was a Nickelback when Ottawa was playing. Pierre, freaking get freaking Pierre. Oh my god, that's gonna be the podcast, by the way. Oh, it has to be get freaking Pierre. Are you kidding me? We got freaking. Oh no, we got Pierre. We got freaking Pierre. Oh, by the way. We did not bring this up. The Matt Murray trade that he mixed. Matt Murray is literally a Hall of Famer in Ottawa. Holy shit. They, they almost traded Matt Murray and the seventh overall pick for the 16th overall pick? Yeah, and retained salary on him, too. Matt Murray is a god. Holy shit. They just retired now. They need to build a statue for him. Dude, like, that is genuinely, like, light, like franchise saving. Like, you just... Instead of trading Matt Murray's rights, you're going to get Alex to break it now. And then probably get something when you trade Matt Murray later on. Yeah. Apparently, like... Also, I don't get why the Hawks didn't take Murray back in that deal. I don't know. I don't get that, to be honest. I, I mean, they think that they would have got Morazic moved up. Because then you could have got more yeah. if you took Murray back. Yeah. You maybe could have dropped the fucking JVD or Shane Pinto. Yeah. Like, great! Hey, um, Shane Pinto gave up his number for Alex to break it. Yeah, because he should have been a fucking Blackhawk. <laughs> Jesus. He's like... Yeah, but the Ottawa fans are right at the end of the day. He's an untouchable. Fucking out. (laughs) Hate it here. (laughs) They do. Um, I guess we could maybe segue into free agency a little, or yeah. What do you Um, want to segue into? 
I don't, I don't really know what to do. Like, there's still so much up in the air. Like, Johnny Gaudreau still like, plays Cal- Calgary's a very interesting because they got to get Gaudreau done. Like, that's their number one priority. You still they got, you they still... immediately shut down any Kachuk trade. <laughs> yeah, did you – like, I think it was Kevin Weeks and, like, Uchi Gross. Like, they're trying, to, yeah, they're, like trying to make some fun. And then it's just, like, Valley for like, no, nope. what's happening? And then it's, like, it's like Frick's are like, no, what's happening? Like, yeah, can the like, girls oh, stop oh, fighting oh, for the love yeah. of God? Like, God damn it. Kevin Weeks, I love Kevin Weeks. Kevin Weeks yeah. gets dunked on every time he yeah. fucks up. I, I'm going to start dunking on Sarah Valley every time he fucks yeah. up, honestly. Because it's ridiculous. Like, this, that shit gets so annoying. Like, oh, my God. No, he's actually not right. That's not happening yet. Right, he, was, he was right about the flurry thing, though. Like, he was 100% yeah. right. And he, like, he was like, no, it's not nope, right. Nope, it's not happening Still fluid. Yeah. Fucking. Like, I get it. It's like clickbait industry. Yeah, like, you, like, you lost the race was, this time. Yeah, I know. You want to get, get it right, but, like, it's that serious. It's, a it's, not, serious. it's not that yeah. deep, pal. It's not. Like, Kevin Weeks said something. Like, that, he's just trying to have fun. Like, that, I feel most of the other insiders are, like, quite, like, flat. It's still, like, where it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, but fucking Kevin Weeks wore, like, a garbage bag on, on his Not a garbage bag, but, like, a garbage can on his head. And, like, be like, let's throw a big place of required, blah, 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 blah. You know? Like, oh, Just these words. Fucking. We didn't, we didn't get to see it, though. Nah. Wait. It's all right. Whatever. Maybe maybe next year. That's the thing. Like, Montreal's great, but I feel like the next time, wherever the draft will be next, I think we can make it better. You know? Like, mm-hmm. error, trial and error. I had a great time. But like, yeah, trial it, and error. It'll be a better time. Not only that, like, we're going to hopefully have Jimmy next time, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, Calgary's, to me, is a team to watch a free agency. Colorado, uh, apparently, like, they're getting close to that institution extension. Good, good. Which will be interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, like, Philly, New Jersey, obviously, like, Emily Kaplan's state of New Jersey is going to be really interesting. Yeah, they didn't make that forward. huge trade on the floor because they kept their pick, obviously. Yeah. But they could still be a team. They, they, they still got capped. They're still going to be picking yeah. money. Got to imagine they're in on Gaudreau and them. Can't oh, wait until yeah. they get Mason Marchman a seven times seven. <laughs> the Hunters um, League contract, maybe. Can't fucking wait. Yeah. Um, literally, I'm praying on New Jersey's downfall now. I don't care. Y'all should have made that trade, you fucking losers. Y'all are dead to me. I'm serious, bro. Like, way to go get Vanishak and be stagnant, you idiots. Jeez. They're in a stacked metropolitan division and, like, just decided to, like, yeah, whatever. Not my team. Don't care. Um, Besides them, Dallas is going to be interesting because apparently they want to add a forward. Or yeah, Klingberg's going to test the market, too. Oh, Klingberg. Imagine Klingberg goes like Seattle. That'd be nice. I've been saying that for a while, but, like. Yeah. That's the kind of fucking defensive talent they need on that back end. Yeah. Um, L.A. still got some room, and they said they aren't done. Ottawa? Ottawa, Ottawa Spot- Drew. Yeah, Edmonton's got, like, 20 mil now with Keith retired. Yeah, is, yeah Keith. They... Now they're going to waste it all on Tyson Berry. Oh, no, Nikita Zadorov. Because this is a five yeah. times four. Yeah. He's going to stay in Alberta. I love that. Honestly, Battle of Mike Smith moment goes from Calgary to fucking. <laughs> why do they love doing that? Like, they go from Calgary to Edmonton. And, like, James Neal did it. Like, they just realized Edmonton's better. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vancouver's going to be interesting because, like. We're the capital city. We're the capital. Yeah. Uh, I guess player specific Malkin. Malkin, yeah. He's going to die. Pittsburgh got the Latang. You know, which, by the way, I mean. Good that they kept him, but still six years. Yeah, I'm Seattle. I'm throwing tags on that monkey right now. Good one. Ooh. 
You want to you want to make sure Veneers turns into a stud. You want to make sure Shane Wright turns into a stud. Have him learn off of Benny Hawk in first season. Too bad he's gonna sign Lee Ben in Tampa. Or you thought it's gonna be Colorado's answer at two C? God damn it! And Phil Kessel's gonna join him. Let's go! I want Phil Kessel to be on the. We brought this up to Emily Cat. We brought that you brought that up to Emily Cat. Where like Will Kessel to Tampa Bay be like a chilling little lock that like she thought that was awesome. Like it. He makes too much sense. He's not going to sign it like six million. Like, yeah. he, I mean, he could. Yeah. It depends on what he wants. Honestly, he could be just he like, do whatever. He could just be like, "Fuck it, give me a six-year deal. I'll chill on the island. I don't care." He could do whatever. Fuck it, he's full castle. He, he's he's got, he's a two he'd probably be like, "I like playing in front of three thousand people. Less eyes on the product." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what they will full castle. Oh, also, when they announced Arizona and Arizona State College, and <laughs> everyone, everyone booed. Everyone booed Arizona. <laughs> kind of touched on it earlier, but Mike Greer, the first black GM in NHL history, we always say this first, Super but not cool. the last. It took fucking 100 years, but you know what? It's a start. And the big thing with the careers, and I don't think, I don't know if you knew this, but like their whole family oh, worked in like NFL yeah. management and stuff, so yeah. like it's it's nice to get a different, like yeah, he was an NHL player, but like he comes from a background that has... Exactly. Like a different perspective. Like It's I almost know. like Jeff Greenberg in a way. Like I don't mind that just because they got new a new opinion on the product, yeah. like need a little more of that. Yeah. So I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fresh eyes. And like, I like the moves he made at the draft day, like getting more too. picks, yeah. you know, trading down, utilizing your space, which is what apparently what he wants to do. You yeah. got Luke Cunning, pretty decent bottom yeah. sixer. Good first, good, uh, good first week for Mike Greer, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And a tough one. Too. Coming yeah. out of the draft. You got hired. Line. Yeah, you got hired right before the draft. You got to hire a head coach. Still got to get a coach. You yeah. got all these bad contracts on the team. It's, just extended yeah. hurdle eight fucking mm-hmm. years. Yeah, um, he's gonna have a lot to deal with, but like, I think I think it's fucking awesome that he got the job. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. And more women in the sports. Hell yeah, yeah. Haley Wickenheiser became uh, got promoted to awesome. GM to Toronto alongside like pretty much everyone else. It felt like um, awesome. Like Haley Wickenheiser, when you look at like her resume, like not only is like a hockey player. Like she's a doctor too. Like I think she's done other stuff too. I feel like bad that I don't know like well, but like you look at her like like resume and nobody. I don't think not many other people on planet Earth have like the resume that she has. I think that's awesome. That oh yeah, it was a great hire by them, hundred percent. Yeah, like she's been with the organization for a few years now, but like now to be in the front office, like as an assistant GM, side of the times. That's yeah. for sure. Um, Kate Madigan. That was another good thing about the draft. Kate Madigan made the uh, the New Jersey pick. Yeah, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she was trying to do it at French at one point, too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Jessica Campbell is the first uh, co- like AHL coach. Like she that's you know, awesome. assistant with uh, the Coachella Valley Birds. I think that's the fucking awesome name, by the way. Yeah, the Seattle's AHL team is yeah, Coachella. That is, that is awesome. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure Dad Bell's the coach there too. And they're gonna have some good prospects in Coachella really? too, going through the years. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Billy Ottavine. <laughs> and then uh, Emily Engelnetsky, I think that's how you say her name, is uh, Washington's video head coach. I'm pretty sure oh, yeah, I saw that. That's yeah, she's like the first like NHL like female coach. Mm-hmm. coach. It's just um, awesome. It's, yeah, it's good to see awesome. those changes like, finally start coming. Okay, like, as much as we shit out, like, like the NHL, like it's so slow, but when change, like, it's change is slowly happening, and when you see stuff like that, it's, it's so promising. I'm so glad we got to see that this week. 100%. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to end it off with a positive note. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that was a positive note. It was a great week overall. Yeah, I mean, like, week, yeah. I guess a couple of big hiccups, like the fucking trade, but, you know. Yeah. Overall. And the traffic and the Rogers going down and my fucking yeah. dummy car not working in Canada. <laughs> and then we go to the bank and the bank's permanently closed. Oh, uh, I should have definitely went to the Courage Exchange. Before That's not much kind of, I like much kind of good. But, like I said, trial and error. Trial and error. Also, hopefully, Rogers is t- like literally. I'm pretty sure my phone service was on Bell at one point for like two seconds, and I went back maybe to just, Rogers. Maybe just like caught mine because <laughs> I'm with Bell. Had to represent Bell. Man, let be copycatting. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Overall, it's been a great week. Fucking and, uh, definitely gotta do this again next yeah. year. I'm, I'm, I'm more than down to do next year, which is kind of fun. We're going to go earlier so we yeah. can get more interviews this exactly. time. Because we were supposed to more have more networking. Yeah, we were supposed to have more interviews this year, but we were, we were only here for three days. We arrived on the Wednesday. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them was going to be Monday, Tuesday, so I feel like if we arrive earlier in the week, we can do more. And we'll do that next year. Okay. okay. Trial and error. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we, we did an interview with Will Scouch. Check that out. We talked about the draft. It'll be interesting to listen to it now. Oh, like, yeah. What's the draft going on? He's really high on Lambert. I'm curious yeah. to hear his thoughts on him dropping a 30. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to drop that low. Maybe get, maybe get him on. I don't know. Later or, in the summer or something. Yeah, maybe. Can um, ask him what he thinks of the prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Capo was a great interview. She was the only awesome. person that we got to do an interview with. She's, she's the best. She really is. It was awesome. Like We got there and she was just like, oh, yeah, come upstairs. I have my podcast in corner, basically. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she was like, she was telling me she was like doing interviews with like like TV networks. And then she's like, oh, I'm just going to walk over to your guy. Like, that's so yeah. fun. And like, it, yeah. like, like, obviously, like, she was having conversations with people. Then she was like, kind enough to like introduce us, like, yeah. in a conversation. Like, she's oh, like, oh yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing this podcast Black with these with these Blackhawks, but yeah, like, and we got to introduce. She us. complimented my shoes, and the best thing of this trip so far is she called me a respectful guest. Oh yeah, she called you a respectful <laughs> guest. Oh, that was awesome, and she got her bagels finally. So. Yeah, I did see that. Awesome, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Awesome shit, um, dude. Yeah, it, it was. It's been a really cool trip, though. Like, it's definitely one you're not. I'm never gonna forget. It. I'm gonna be able to tell my grandchildren about that. Down Dude, it's, we definitely saw a piece of Blackhawks history, for good or bad, yesterday. For better or for worse. That, yep. That's we shall find out. Yep. Um, Only time will tell. Yeah, exactly. So. No, it was it was it was fucking great meeting with you, dude. Like dude, I've had so yeah. much fun. There's like sometimes like there, I, like we always have fun. We're doing the podcast, but like part of me is like meeting it with person. Different. Not much being the shit watching sausage party. Like I was like part of me is like, what if this goes awkward? It was not. It's not like, fucking awkward, so much. Not, of, yeah, yeah, like, yeah exactly. And like yeah. that's how it was. And Jimmy and I met the first time too. We were nervous, like, oh, we're not gonna like talk and shit. And it's like, yeah. dude, it's like. 
It's the same shit that we've been talking yeah. for years. Exactly. Instead of texting, we could just sit and say, well, you know, fuck that trade. <laughs> yeah, it's like so many, it's so many like parts of this trip where I'm like, this isn't happening. Like first getting on the airplane for the first time, like I'm like, this yeah, is not know, happening. Never been on a yeah, I've never been on an airplane. 21 have never been on an airplane, but this I got first, first time, time not last time. Yeah. Let's go. The lady beside me said I did a great job. You had your Curtis from Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And I got to meet you. I'm like, I saw you like when I saw you got out of the car, like the Uber. I'm like, oh, this is not fucking real. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then Emily Kaplan, and I met her. I'm like, I saw her walking over. I'm like, this is not fucking real. I just remember, like, you were like, what time are you gonna get here? And I was like, oh yeah, I should be there in like 20 minutes. And then I, we didn't know how like crazy Montreal traffic is. And Pierce, I was like, you were like, I'll wait till you get here. And I was like, dude, oh, thank God like, I did not do that. Just yeah. go order the food. Yeah. And then you text me one morning. You're like, you almost here? I'm like, dude, we we're bumper to bumper traffic. I do not know when we're gonna fucking yeah. get here. But like, that's the thing. Like, I've never seen a city designed like Montreal. I guess. So, like, that's why it's a little surprising to me because I'm, well, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, I told you, like, in Tampa, like, it's. Oh, it's definitely Denver. I, I gave a lot of shit to Tampa for construction, but the way it's set up now is super smooth. And, like, it's on, not a big. It, like you said with Montreal, it's very narrow. Yeah. It and, is. like, it's an old city. Yeah. And, but, like, the architecture here is beautiful. Oh, like, we saw Notre Dame today. Yeah. And. Holy shit, that's like breathtaking. Like you, we walked around the corner. I was like, "What if you're gonna like notice this thing?" It's like, "Yep, that is a oh, yeah. big ass building." Oh, yeah. And like that, there was like that big statue in front with the fountain. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of art. There was a Comic Con event going on this yeah, weekend. Yeah, pretty cool. We saw like a bunch of like awesome saw some dude yeah. with Luke and Grogu. Yeah, saw uh, Pierce walked Winter, right by Winter Bucky. Soldier. <laughs> Pierce literally walked right by a dude putting on his metal arm as Bucky. Know, was and I was like, bad. "Yo, did you see Bucky gearing up in the bathroom?" We were like. What? And I was just like, and I, I remember, I'm like, look, I like, I remember, I looked at, I'm like, yeah, I did, fuck, I did. I forgot, I forgot. And then we saw yeah. the, we saw the lady dressed up as Luke, and she had like a fucking awesome, like same yeah. haircut, mm-hmm. had the Grogu on the back, lightsaber, like same outfit. Yeah. Like, we didn't know there was a Comic Con there. We were going to get lunch today. Yeah. And I Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> yeah, because we just, yeah, we're just like, we need something to eat. We yeah. just need something to eat. We yeah. walked in, and I just Put like, some food I saw that. some dude in like a full Naruto outfit. I was like. Okay, we're super mm-hmm. t- like I guess that's normal. And then I just I saw Goku. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like the cat ears, and I was yeah. just like, oh yeah, we're definitely at a convention. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a definitely it's been a very cool experience. Dude, I got like the fourth time like where I'm like pinch me. I must be dreaming. Like walking on into the draft, like with all the people, like the atmosphere, like seeing all the NHL GMs Dude. stage. Oh, that first. That first like time they step up and the crowd went nuts when Saint Louis walked up. I was like, I was looking, oh I was like, this god. is so fucking cool. Oh my god, goosebumps, call me Travis Scott. Gee, 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 bossy, bossy. Yeah, no, like we always talk about teams like Toronto as the center of the universe. Like Montreal, I think that's the truth. It just, but I it think... just tells me how much we were robbed in Montreal was in the Cup final last year. They yeah. had fans in the stands. Yeah. Like, oh my well, god. What do they say? 1,000 can feel like 10,000 or something. 500 can feel like yeah. 5 million. Yes, sir. But and then the last moment, I'm like, Frank, that like I can, like, it's like a pinch me moment, and I think about it, like every hour, I'm like holy shit, that happened. Frank Nazar, dude, the whole train, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like an hour in the draft at the draft. Pierce and I just kept looking at each other, like, they just traded Kirby Doc for the 13th overall pick. Dude, like, it didn't really sit. Dude, in. that's more weird to me that Kirby Doc is the much than the being a yeah. senator, yeah, like, and it, all that. Yeah, that shocks me more. Like the fact that they got. I don't know how you can get less for the break and more than I would expect for Doc, but I'm whatever. We're just gonna we're gonna move on. Yeah. Just gonna move on. And that's At the end of the day, what was Lou Lamb's thinking? 
Yeah, that's what I come back. My to. boy Lou Lambs. <laughs> uh, but uh, Montreal, great city. It's been real. Yeah, draft recommend. Like if you're listening and have gotta go. Draft, it's it's gotta an experience. Go. It's totally worth it. It's such a different experience of like any sporting event I've ever been to, and I've had the privilege of going to some crazy shit. Like, there's nothing like that atmosphere in there, and. Especially since Montreal had the first overall pick, like you're, oh, yeah. you're not gonna see like, like a, when they picked Machar. Like, oh, they were yeah. still, they're going nuts today yeah. in the second round. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like when, when they picked or, Owen Beck. Yeah, Owen Beck. They were going nuts. Uh, Lane same with Lane Hudson. I forget who else they picked, but yeah, whoever yeah. the third round pick was, they were going pretty crazy for too. Mm-hmm. But just a cool experience overall. Exactly. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. I think we can. I think that's a perfect way to end things off. Hell yeah! Um, free agent. We're gonna be doing. What's your schedule looking like on Wednesday? Uh, I think I have a night game, so if we record during. The day. Oh yeah, because we're gonna do a live stream free agency, but it'll be during the day. Oh yeah, that'll sure. be perfect. Then, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. it. Opens at like eleven my time, mm-hmm. ten your time. So yeah. Um, I don't. The trades will be coming in all morning, or the signings yeah. will be already coming in too, because you know how they are. They're like, oh, oh hey, man, this is gonna go through. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. We'll definitely do a podcast before. Um, Probably do one after free agency. Yeah, definitely before free agency and definitely after free agency. But I don't know if I brought this up, but we're going to be doing one podcast a week from now on. Like, obviously, once it hits trade deadline and stuff, and then there's like a like a piece of if there's like an emergency thing that happens. Yeah. Like, if, if another Alex to bring a trade happens, we will do a podcast. But I think for the sake of our fans and the sake of our mental health, we do not want to do yeah two for, shows for everyone when they're losing six. Yeah, because I, I just feel like a lot of the, like I love doing the podcast, but I just feel like a lot of the times this season is more repetitive. But like. I mean, we could brainstorm some ideas. I mean, like... What I've been thinking is maybe we could live stream more games, too. I was going to say that, yeah. or, like, um, maybe we do, like, a podcast that's, like, a podcast, and then we try to get, like, an interview every, like, two weeks or something. Yeah. Something like that, uh, or, like, yeah. try to, a, maybe try to, like, broaden what we're covering a little more, mm-hmm. so, like, we don't have to just hone in on, oh, the Blackhawks lost 7-2 to tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the whole goal of this podcast. Like, we're obviously Blackhawks bad, but, like, we've always tried to get, like, different voices on and... Try to and just, cover as many different teams yeah. as possible, because... Not everyone's Blackhawk fans at the yeah. end of the day. We are not all Blackhawks fans, and thankfully not, because that would be hell. Would um, be but yeah, like I remember when Emily said, it, like the hockey Twitter community, like the hockey community is so cool, like that we can meet on Twitter. You and I can meet on Twitter five almost years five years later, later, later and we're at the fucking draft interviewing her. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy um, stuff. Great, crazy shit indeed. So uh, thank you for tuning into this. We had a fucking blast in Montreal. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed the recordings that we got. Yeah. Um, Give us a five-star review, please, please. Or give us a one-star and tell us how much of a stinky, poopy butt face. Stinky McPoopy butt face. I would love to reply with a kissy face when you do that, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. I think that's all I got to say. So, yeah, thank you for tuning in. And I have to awkwardly lean in and uh, end the broadcast now. Peace out, y'all.